Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Monday, May 30th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, uh, another rough weekend in Detroit. Uh, Guardians come out uh, on the short end on Sunday, 2-1. to one. Tristan McKenzie just pitched his tail off again and, and had nothing to show for it. Yeah, I mean, this guy has thrown five straight quality starts. Joe um, gives up two solo home runs. <clears throat> and gets beat two to one and you know throw seven and two third innings eight strikeouts uh just deserved a much better fate and and that's really been sort of a, a an underlying theme here over the last few weeks with not just Tristan but uh you know Zach Plesak and Cal Quantrill as well uh it seems like the the rotation is starting to round into shape and uh, it really is, there's nothing to show for it because the, the offense keeps letting them down. Yeah, like Bob Feller said, it's not how you pitch, it's when you pitch. And, uh, you know, that's uh, it's kind of if you don't get runs, it doesn't matter how, how, how well you pitch, you're not going to win. I, I was looking at these some stats, Joe. Bieber, you know, has received in, in his starts 4.56, you know, uh, just over four runs a game. The same with Plesak, Quantrill, and um, McKenzie is 4.12. So, you know, you're really, you're riding a razor's edge there. You've got to be really good and you, you're going to just, you know, you're going to win. You, if, if you keep, if you keep getting that kind of run support, you, you're going to, you're, you know, it's, it's going to be one run games the whole way. Yeah. It, the, the stat that jumps out at me is uh, that the club is, in its wins, averaging just over seven runs a game, and in its losses, averaging just over uh, two runs a game. Uh, it that sounds to me like you know they're they're taking advantage and they're taking an opportunity when they uh, you know find a pitcher that they can take advantage of. They're they're scoring runs in bunches, but they're they're not consistently putting runs on base and or runners on base and 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 getting them home. Uh, it, it, it's obvious the, the the young lineup, and we can say these these, these things all in, all you know over and over again. Uh, but one of the you know reasons why, and a big factor, is they don't have that thump in the middle of the lineup that they were expecting to have uh, with Framil Reyes, a guy who you you would expect to hit thirty home runs and you know driving close to a hundred during a season. Uh, he was supposed to be there behind Jose Ramirez this season, and and really sort of backing him up. And it's it's fallen off after Jose 
this year. Uh, Framil now on the injured list with a, a sore hamstring. Yeah, that is, uh, and he, you know, even before he went on the uh, IL, you know, Framil wasn't hitting. He wasn't, you know, he, he was in a bad slump. He was, you know, close to the league leaders in strikeouts. <clears throat> I think he's only hit like three home runs. So, you know, it, 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 that has really affected this offense. You know, Naylor, you know, was just getting hot, then had the COVID, you know, you know, he was shut down for COVID. He, I think he's just coming back now. He's, you know, he had a couple good games in Detroit, but uh, you know, the, the offense revolves around uh, Jose Ramirez and Ramirez is not going to be able to do it every day. Although he's coming close to yeah. doing it every day. Uh, I was going to say, he's going to give you his best effort to do that. Uh, and, and sometimes it looks like he can uh, driving in five runs by himself on, on Saturday in the win uh, in support of Shane Bieber. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not sustainable, I guess, is the, the way to phrase it uh, to think that Jose Ramirez can, can put up those kinds of numbers and, and help you win every game that way. Uh, bright spot over the weekend was the call up and debut of Oscar Gonzalez, uh, a guy who down in AAA had been, you know, hitting everything that was moving and, and, and the way he, and he profiles pretty much like a, a Framo Reyes type only, you know, maybe younger and, uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe puts the bat on the ball a little bit more. Uh, we still expect to see the strikeouts from Oscar Gonzalez. Uh, they're coming. But but right now he 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 looks uh, pretty solid. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Tito Francona gave him the advice to swing it, swing at good pitches, and uh, you know just swing at strikes. And he has really he's been doing a great job, Joe. I mean, you know, obviously you know the league doesn't know him. You know, we've seen the same thing with Quan. Uh, you know, with he had the great April, and then the scouting reports kind of caught up to him. You you would have to think in May. Uh, but uh, Gonzalez, uh, what, five hits in his first three games, two doubles, and he had a great at-bat in the ninth inning uh, yesterday against uh, Gregory Soto. I mean, he fouled off maybe close to 10 pitches before striking out. And that, you know, that shows you, uh, you know, that he has a pretty good idea of the strike zone. And the thing, uh, you know, he's he goes and he's played right field without incident. Uh, goes right to left very well. We haven't seen him go back on many balls, and and uh, Francona said that's that's a work in progress, you know, regarding his defense. Yeah, I remember seeing him in Akron last season, and and just not thinking uh, very much of him defensively. Uh, but he's definitely improved. He definitely looks a lot different than the last time I saw him play uh, out there in the outfield. Uh, so so really outfield might be the only thing really holding him back. And, and we know that the strikeouts are going to come and the, 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 the league and the opponents are going to make the adjustment once the book gets out on him. Uh, but right now he looked like he was, he, he hit a ball uh, maybe his first, first at bat on Thursday looked you know, just tremendous in terms of taking the ball up the middle, uh, you know, staying on pitches. Uh, and, and he hasn't really shown, the the power that we've seen in the minors from him yet at the big league level but I think once he gets his arms extended on a pitch you're going to see a ball uh you know jump out of the ballpark uh he's he's a big guy and he can generate some some really good raw power yeah you know he's hit two doubles you know I think uh he's really impressed the coaching staff because he's going the other way you know he's a tall like you said he's a big He's tall and lean. He looks like a power forward almost. You know, he's not bulky or anything. He can move. 
and uh, he he took uh, two doubles, you know, to the to right field. Uh, the in in uh, in the one uh, in the Friday night loss, <clears throat> I should say that the, you know uh, he had a double in the ninth inning, gave him a chance to uh, you know to get the tying run across at least. It didn't happen, but uh, you know it, he's really handled himself well at the plate, and uh, I know Francona has been impressed just as you said, the way he's gone to center field and right field with, uh, with his swing. He's, uh, he's also uh, doing something that's pretty smart. He's, he's sitting next to Jose Ramirez in the dugout pretty much uh, between every inning and, and just trying to soak up as much as he can. Uh, I, I saw uh, just a, a camera shot of Jose pretty much holding court there uh, in the, in the, the, the guardians dugout with uh, Victor Rodriguez and, uh, Gonzalez sitting there just soaking in everything that, that Ramirez was saying. Uh, as, as far as teachers can go or as far as mentors go, uh, Jose probably a pretty good one uh, for Gonzalez to have. Yeah, you just uh, you just kind of sit there and listen to Jose. <laughs> Let it rub off on you, hopefully. And, uh, you know, he, he, he teaches you some of the ins and outs, uh, you know, putting bat to ball, because right now there's not not too many people better than him in, in the big leagues. Yeah, it's uh, it, you get a lot of the technical stuff and, uh, you know, the X's and O's. But then, you know, it's also pretty much just fun to be entertained by Jose. I think uh, everybody everybody can appreciate that even even if you're not speaking spanish i i think uh uh the, just watching him present the material uh, was was entertaining uh in in a lot of ways uh entertaining in a lot of ways uh is is not the way to describe the how the uh you know the guardians have, have the results i guess for for this team over the last you know week or so uh, again we we made mention of it uh last week's podcasts that that this is a stretch in the 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 schedule where they should be winning games and and starting to feel good about themselves and and that's just not happening. Uh, another chance, another opportunity begins tonight at the ballpark uh, with Kansas City coming into town. The the Royals are struggling. They've they've been hit by injuries and inconsistencies. Uh, their pitching isn't all that great. Uh, this is another chance, and we've said it. We've said it a couple of times this season, you know, against Cincinnati, against Detroit. This is another chance for the Guardians to start feeling good about themselves. They just have to go out there and do it. Yeah, Joe, that's, uh, you know, this is part of the schedule that they should take advantage of. So far, that's, that schedule's taken advantage of them. Um, you know, they, what, they go one and two in Houston, uh, you know, but that's, you know, that, that you could, you could expect that because Houston's a very good team, but then they go one and two in Detroit again, you know, and, uh, that's uh, you know th that was a team that they've beaten up since they've owned basically since 2016. Uh, you know they lose two one-run games there, and now you're you're in Kansas City. Now the Royals are in town, and uh, it's a team that they you know that that traditionally has played them very hard, very well. So you know I I, I think I, I would think we'd see more of the same. You know low-scoring games. And uh, you know some well pitched games. Hopefully, Police Deck starts tonight, and uh, he can you know kind of get them going and get, get himself going in the right direction here. Yeah, that's the uh, the the underlying theme sort of of the the last few starts for Police Act has been uh, his inability to finish off innings, finish off at bats, really getting ahead of guys 0-2, and then you know giving up the big hit or getting two outs in an inning, and then you know, having 
the the opposition and you know rattle off a couple of base hits and then get a big knock and 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 score runs uh Plesak has has been able to at times look really effective and then you know the confidence is there uh it sometimes it's a matter of falling in love with that slider i think a bit too much i don't think he he trusts his his uh his fastball to to be effective enough to get guys out i think he always wants to get back to that slider and when he makes a mistake with that slider it gets hit a long way yeah you know we saw him uh in the start against Houston, retire what the first eight guys, then he hits Maldonado, the catcher, the number nine hitter. And, you know, it, the whole thing kind of unraveled from there. So, uh, you know, he's got to stay consistent. He's got to keep calm on the mound and not let his mistakes or his teammates mistake kind of upset him. He's got to pitch over those things and, and keep his, keep himself and the team in the game. Yeah. It's, and that's the really funny thing is, uh, that you know talking to him post game he's so even keeled he's so calm about it he's so almost like you got to check him for a pulse he's he's so <laughs> low-key about it uh to to think that the emotions are running crazy on the mound when he gets to you know uh two outs and, and hits a guy that that it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me i guess uh at, at this point uh but you know we'll see if if he can if he can figure that out if uh if Framil can uh, can come back off of this injury at, at some point and uh, um, you know maybe get some maybe maybe some time down in the minor leagues will uh, will help him on a rehab assignment and you know get his timing back get his confidence back maybe Framil comes up here and, and, and hits the ball a little better uh, you know it's it, it's the, the potential is there it just hasn't been realized yet so far. Yeah, I would agree, Joe, that, you know, um, you know, the formula they had in April has kind of, you know, that that really helped them get off to a good start. You know, it's kind of uh, it's, just, it's a little shaky right now. Straw isn't getting on base at, at the top of the order. They've had, to, you know, they've moved Rosario into the number two spot. Uh, he's hitting the ball hard, but not with not in a lot of good luck. You know, Quan has dropped down in eighth or ninth. So, you know, they've got to get back to getting on base, you know, having good at bats and, uh, you know, having uh, Ramirez and somebody else drive them in. I mean, we just haven't seen those consistent at bats, you know, during this during this stretch right now. And Joe, were you, were you surprised uh, that uh, that they were that uh, the Indians, I mean, the Guardians were able to trade Chang or did you, did you think there'd be a market for him? Yeah, I, I wasn't, uh, you know, necessarily surprised that there wasn't a huge market for Yu Chang. I think the uh, the sort of the graveyard for uh, 4A infielders, outfielders right now is Pittsburgh because they're they're just sort of taking on all comers without uh, without having to, to spend a lot of cash on it. I was surprised at the move that in order to put Chang on the Pittsburgh roster that they uh, they designated Cole Tucker. Uh, for assignment wow. so uh, Cole Tucker of course the the older brother of Carson Tucker the 2020 first round draft pick of the of Cleveland a shortstop uh, young guy who's playing I believe at Lynchburg right now uh, but Carson uh, Cole Tucker is now uh, you know out there designated for assignment uh, and that's a guy who can play outfield and infield but you know like like Chang he's out of he's out of options so you know, I don't know what his future holds for uh, for him. Yeah, I was glad to see Chang, you know, get another chance for the big league club. Um, 
you know, instead of just being outrighted down to uh, uh, to Columbus, where he's kind of, you know, he's kind of run out the string here. We, I think, uh, you know, he needs a change of scenery, and hopefully, he's able to establish himself with with the Pirates because, like you said, Joe, they're they're giving everybody a look. Yeah, the only problem is the Pirates don't uh, don't have spring training in Arizona, and that's where Chang uh, yeah. seems to hit his best is is out in the, out in the desert. So. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe if he can work his way over to, to the Diamondbacks or, or some team that trains over in, in Arizona, that, that might be, uh, better for him. But, uh, like, like Tito said, uh, on Thursday, you know, polite guy, nice guy, you know, just your heart breaks for him, but, uh, you know, business decision and you've, you've got to, you know, move forward with, with a guy with, with a roster that is more balanced, like, uh, like the way they have it now, you know, they don't have. A, a bunch of you know utility infield guys sitting on the bench and and not not getting at bats and not being productive. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, definitely. You, you've got guys kind of that were doubling up at the same position, and now you know you can make get a little more flexibility in there. Maybe you know try a little you know maybe another outfielder or something. You know some we but Gonzalez is I think he's a good choice. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be fun to watch, Joe. You're gonna like him. Yeah, I, I a lot of people were really excited just because of you know I, I got I got kind of Bobby Bradley vibes about what the call up from uh, from the folks in Columbus who had had fought, sort of fallen in love with him over the last season and you know that kind of energy you know hey let's see if he can get up here and and, and have that power translate uh, unfortunately the the strikeouts came with Bobby Bradley <laughs> um, I don't know uh, if if Gonzalez can can sort of stay ahead of the strikeout pace so far he's so far, he's so good with the uh, with the three games. I think he's only had the one strikeout maybe in in those those three games. So, uh, yeah, it's been uh, been a lot of fun to to watch him in those the first weekend and uh, to get him home and see. Maybe we'll, we'll 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 have a good idea when we find out where his locker is in the uh, in the clubhouse. We, That's we, right. We Definitely. See where he's sitting, we'll uh, we'll have a better idea. All right, Paul. Uh, we'll wrap it up here for today. Uh, again, if um, if you want to join on uh, subtext and get update updates uh, on the Guardians, uh, 216-298-4346 is the number to text or go to cleveland.com slash uh, subtext, sign up $3.99 a month. You hear from me and Paul uh, pretty regularly now that the uh, the season is in full swing. Uh, Hoinsey, we will check back in with you again uh, tomorrow here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. All right, Joe.